and we're live. We're live. This is E Double Titty. My name's Evan. Real street shit. You know how we do. Recovering from the Rona. I'll fucking find you one day, my dude. They love it when I turn off the bass. Oh, really? Really? I never liked it. Like, it's just so hard to talk to people nowadays. Once people realize. Alright, let's see what's going on. This This looks a lot better. Name's Evan Brown, half rapper, half trapper. Took your girl out to eat. Bought her the red snapper. She started talking crazy, so I had to slap her. My name's Evan Brown. Mm -hmm. Half rapper, half trapper. <laughs> that was better than the uh, culmination of sounds you made last podcast. <laughs> what sounds did I make last podcast? You, you don't remember that? No. Oh, it was bad. I don't want to play it. <laughs> What's that crazy? But yeah, you called it a uh, soliloquy. Oh, <laughs> I think those words were well put together. They, were, they weren't words. Maybe I'll just start dropping like little haikus every episode. That's a haiku. It's a haiku. What is a soliloquy? Uh, it's like a monologue, but it's more sing-songy. I think. Let's I think see. You just made that up. Okay, I just make things up now. I'm a jackass. Are we looking it up here? I'm looking it Jacoby up. Kobe Jones. I'm looking it up. Soliloquy. <laughs> Sound it up, baby. Get this Ooh, wow, I spelled this really wrong. <laughs> really wrong. An act of speaking one's thoughts aloud when by oneself or regardless of any hearers, especially by a character in a play. Okay. So just the inner monologue. And you just say it wherever. Okay, so no, that was a haiku. Yeah, that was nice. You should do, you should do more of those. Yo, when's the next... Uh, when are you going to spill some ink? I don't even know. Come on now. I have a lot of stuff I want to write about, bro, but I just don't have the time right now. Especially baseball-wise. There's so many interesting baseball players right now, so many interesting prospects. Like, do you know, like, when they do the top 100 prospects, we all expect, like, yo, if you're, like, at the top of this list, you're supposed to be a star. When it's, like... If you just go out there and you're solid regular for 10 years, that's, like, a better outcome than pretty much anyone could have hoped for. Like, being a star is just a plus. Yeah, they called it. I read a, I read something from uh, somewhere. I can't even remember. It's a baseball article. And they called uh, – they went up, like, the chains of, of levels. Yeah, turn, yours using, up, turn your gain up a little bit. By using different – I was speaking this way instead of into the mic. Um, yeah, they were using – like metaphors to describe like the levels of you know baseball and they got to the major leagues and they were just like you know it's just a miracle is what it is yo it's so difficult like to stay in the major leagues to to compete in the major leagues it's just a miracle it's borderline insane yeah like we were watching blue jays orioles the 2014 wild card game and i was just remarking to sadiq that most of these guys on TV right now are just they've they've been out of the league or they haven't been relevant in the league for since this game basically like the only one left that I could think of is Strowman. Every other single guy is gone. Yeah, was Gosman with the Orioles at this point? Yes. So then Gosman still. And Gosman. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. All the position players are gone. Machado's a Padre. Jonathan Scope is a utility guy for the Tigers. Like, you Russell know, Martin retired. Russell Martin retired a while ago. He did. He wanted to play like a little bit of shortstop and catcher. I Tulo's remember. Tulo's gone. Tulo's been gone. Been gone. I think this was his. I think this was his second to last year, right here. Tulo's with the Yankees at one point. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? Tulo's uh, assistant coach at University of Texas now. Is he? Yeah. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Did he go to Texas? I don't know. He just. You know. Let me ask with you. University of Texas. I don't really know who's an alumni. All I do know about the University of Texas is that I know Roger Clemens is an alumni, and his sons go there now. Yeah. All I know about the University of Texas though is that in Texas, that is where you want to be. So like, if you're anyone that's lived around there or likes that place, you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna come help out. You know, their athletics program is the most expensive, mm -hmm. has the biggest budget in NCAA. Really? Yeah. Each team has their own private jet. 
Texas sports has the biggest uh, athletic budget of anybody in the NCAA. Correct. They generated $146.8 million in football revenue. Just in football revenue. In 2019. What's profit there? Does it matter? You're not paying any. You're not paying any of the talent. Thinking out loud, it's got to just be fucking a stupid amount. So their athletics spending is 187 million dollars. That's their budget, and they're self-sustaining, which means that the university doesn't have to give them any money. They generate that themselves. Jesus Christ! They make so much money that they transfer money to the university. Or like help out with the university. Yep, it transferred ten million to the university, ten point seven million. And over the past four years, they they've transferred forty million dollars to university. Over the past seven years. Mm-hmm. They are the number one school in terms of uh, generating revenue in athletics, according to Forbes Insider. No, Business Insider. Yeah, man. So officially, it's really just like prison and sports down there specifically (laughs) football yeah so they're yeah 182.1 million dollars three-year average for men's football 120.5 million three-year average men's basketball 16.5 million and that article is from 2017 did you mention baseball i'm sorry no that's from 2017 so they're probably generating over 200 million dollars as an athletics department So let's put that in comparison to some state GDPs. Because this is going to fuck everybody up. And this is why not allowing NCAA athletes to be paid is absolutely ridiculous. The GDP of California. Ah, this doesn't make any sense. What does it say? Hold on. (laughs) Holding. What'd you say? 200 what? What was that exact number? For Texas? Yeah. It was 181 million in 2017. That's the the GDP you're comparing? You said 200 something. 181.2. That was just for football though. No, it was just for athletics. Football was over three years, 120. 120. So they generate about 40 million a year. All right, here we go. So I want you to realize this. The rich, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. California, the nation's most populous state, has the largest state GDP of three billion one hundred and twenty. Oh, okay, that's different. So was I reading this wrong? Okay, let's see. Because now we're in the billions, which makes more sense. Yeah, I don't know. Let's forget where I was going with that. Uh, let's do country GDP's lowest. There's, I think that's a better. Even that doesn't help. <laughs> Bro, what's fucking like Guam's what? GDP? <laughs> Look up Guam. This is, this is the Guam? gross domestic product, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This is how much your country generates in goods and services. $6.3 billion. So you're trying to shit on Guam. Joke's on you. I'm just saying. I'm trying to think of a small place. Go Luxembourg. What, Mississippi? Mississippi is the poorest state in the country, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Per capita. Oh, what is it? Oh, never mind. Now it's changed. Is it? That's, that's millions, right? <laughs> that's trillion. That's billions. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. All these numbers are conflicting, Bro, confusing look, me. You gotta look up states. I did. I did. I did. I, I'm sorry, not states. You gotta look up countries, like little countries. Look up Luxembourg. 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 Let's One of the see. richest countries in the world. Highest. Seventy. Seventy three billion. Oh, that's massive. Yeah. All right. So that's not gonna work. Anyway. Do you know how big Luxembourg is? No. I'm about to show you right now. Let's just put it like this, ladies and gentlemen. $181 million is a fuck ton worth of money. Right? Having that as a budget for an athletics department is crazy. So University of Texas has a fuck ton of money. So 
hiring a former big leaguer to be their assistant coach is nothing to them, especially if it's just like, yeah, we'll give them 60K or like a car or something. You know what I mean? So, and if you, you've seen the University of Texas football locker room, right, with all those flat screens and shit? Uh, I feel like I've seen it. I don't remember because I see a lot of crazy locker rooms. I feel like University of Texas is the craziest one. Let me see what's going on with the University of Texas. They have 60 inches everywhere in every, like, locker stall, etc. Do they? Yeah. Big budget, what do you expect? Big bank, take low bank. Big budget, take low budget. All them things. Here we go. Oh, Joey Betts. I love when you watch, like, a game and someone hits a home run or something big happens and you hear the crowd and the camera shaking because it's like, oh, shit, I'm here. Yeah. You could feel the energy. I really. All right, we're gonna go. Watch oh, this. there is. It's over every fucking locker. Oh, I'm lying. Oh, there's a plasma over every locker. Yeah, I was telling the truth. <laughs> let's just Confirm. watch. Let's just watch. Let's just watch it. I'm sure. I'm Ooh. sure they have it. Let's see. There you go. Three years ago, ten million dollar locker room for the football team. Yeah. So this guy just. There's a guy on YouTube that just goes around and uh, tours all these different places. He was a Texas player. Oh, no, 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 no. He he went to Vanderbilt, too. It was called the Royal Key. And this guy just goes around. His name is George Keel, black guy. And he just goes and visits places. He was at Vanderbilt in the baseball program, too. Love that. Yeah. You know how much gear he probably has? Yeah. Just from going? He's already got it on. No, you know they're not going to let him wear nothing else no, in there. of course. Feel me? Nothing else. So... Yeah, uh, NCAA, loosen up the rules even more. I love that everyone has NILs, but let's get it going a little bit more, huh? Just a little bit more. Like, if they're generating $180 million as a complete athletics program and football is $40 million, you tell me you can't give these kids a little bit of change just for their parents? You know, how about at home? Yeah, they could easily divvy that up into a... Uh... Into maybe like a uh, like a stipend at the end of the year. Doesn't even have to be like a consistent thing. <laughs> Facts. Of the ten million that went to renovate the athletic center, seven million went to the football locker room by itself. That's crazy. That's crazy. And Texas football. When's the last time they've been relevant, Sadiq? I don't even know. Exactly. They haven't been like. I'm gonna say 2014. I mean, they were in a bowl game recently, but that was it. That's just crazy, you know. But if they ever get back on top, I mean, they're just gonna they're gonna generate all the money. Look at this. What is that? Oh, the iPad in the wall. What's that do? It's not even an iPad. It's just like a screen. I think all screens that can be touched are iPads in my brain. Oh, oh they just register as iPads. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, this shit's that's crazy. Fair. That's the way they've been programmed. Yeah, this locker room is wild. This locker room is worth more than Mount Saint Vincent as a whole. <laughs> Yo, imagine, imagine if like we played Texas one game. They Texas walked in the locker room. And like, what the fuck is this shit? How do we get dressed? Together? Texas wouldn't even. If Texas came to the Sharp Center and looked around and saw the venue, they'd be like, "Oh, is this a practice facility or is this for like the foreign exchange students?" That's what it would be like. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ! They park in their jet on fucking the Great Lawn. Bro, they're but old. The great lawn, they're old. Haze. They're old locker room. That'd be crazy. Their old locker room should be donated to small schools. Like, that shit was still nice. Yeah, man. You think they buy their players' suits as a college? Ooh, with a nice little Texas emblem or something like that? I think they do. I mean, they get track suits. I don't see why suits can't be fitted. I just think that would be the smart move. Like, we're all getting navy blue suits. You're getting fitted tomorrow. Yeah. Imagine it's got the little text Instead of a pin... You got the Texas en- emblem on the lapel. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying That's to do. Fire. That's what I would want to do for my guys. That's fire. That just make sure we all look the same. One Facts. team, one oh, unit. Oh God, that you can't, you can't beat the uniformed look. Not at all. And I hated, hated when there used to be guys that would be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do something different this time." Like, Why? Just look the same. It's not about you. Just look the same. Yeah, it's not about you right now. We gotta look, we gotta look like a unit. You know, <laughs> if we're not united, then we're divided. Did you have fun with that statement? You know what I mean. That was ridiculous. You know what I mean. That was ridiculous. If we're not united, 
we're divided. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. So we got to look like a unit, man. Stay uniform. We're the same shit. Yeah, well, somebody... Put your own personal touch on it. Somebody tell the MLB and the MLBPA to... uh, Tighten this shit up? Yeah, because I'm done with it. They just said yesterday that they were close to striking a deal. And now they're saying today... The ML, uh, the MLB owners led off with, we're prepared to cancel a month. So just, just strap in for that. That's where we are. So I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Like I have no clue. This is getting, uh, it's turning into, who's got the biggest shtick. <laughs> well, uh, hmm. You tell me. You know, I don't, don't, don't put that on me to tell you who's got the biggest shtick. You joking? Don't say something like that to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm saying right now. Young Thug said, if some of my rap brothers are in, I'm willing to help Africans get out of Ukraine. However, I can sense they're not letting us pass. You think Thug's gonna fly his private jet over there? Just swing a rope down? That'd be <laughs> Imagine it's him and Gunna yeah. in like an airplane just dripped Blast out. Blast and pushing Pete. <laughs> that would be the most fire music video of all time. Especially if it actually happened. Yeah, like they're dead be. in Ukraine. And you know Gunna and Thug about to come out smoking backwards, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Toting some big fucking machinery. Oh my just god. Yo, you know they're both getting out of over there. We in the war zone. I gotta tote it. I gotta do. That fit pick would be fire. He's oh. got AK one hand back with another. We were here to save the day. <laughs> they gonna drop a whole tape called S- Saving Ukraine. Nah, I can see Gunner with an AK and and Thug with a uh, <laughs> a six round submachine gun. Oh yeah, that he could just shoot from the hip just Bro, then he's got it on the hip. He's he's holding it, he's got a backward. And the and the gun never moves. He just points at people. Like, he just moves to his right. Gun's still on his hip, and he's just like... And it never stops firing. It never runs out of bullets. <laughs> well, no. He never takes his finger off the trigger. But it also never He never shoots it. He never, he never shoots it. But, like, the Russians come up, and they're like, who are you guys? And he just looks at them and like, we here to save the Africans. Bring them to us. <laughs> and they're just looking at him like, yo, who you pointing that gun at? And he just, like, doesn't say anything. And then, the you know, the Russian soldiers just start talking back to each other, like, in Russian and shit. And all you see is mad, mad people from Zone 6 get out the plane. Just with different guns. Everyone's got a different gun. Someone's got a revolver. Someone's got a musket. Someone's got an AR. Do one's like got a, a bazooka. here where he just like flies over? And... No. Future's, yeah. Future's with Kanye right now. He don't got time for this. Okay. okay. Future's on FaceTime. Is 21 Savage? I can see 21 Savage jumping in. Yes. Like this. He's British, so he, yeah. should, he, he should be involved in the yeah. EU, in the say, EU the, stuff. The UK is its own separate entity, so uh-huh. he's involved. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they just get out the plane, and Thug's like, then he just gets a southern accent. I reckon you should be bringing the Africans over here. And They just bring them over. Like, <laughs> Thug just walks, just backpedals slowly into the jet. Gunner has said nothing. Gunner's on top of the jet with a sniper. Yeah. <laughs> but, Thug's only, but Thug's only 40 feet away, so it's yeah. overkill. You just see Gunner just like, he just keep readjusting the sniper as Thug walks back to the plane. And then there's a little hatch, and someone pulls Gunner in by his legs, and then the plane takes off. Movie. <laughs> well, that could be a fire visual, even if it didn't happen in real life. I'd like to see a movie made. Oh, I mean, that wouldn't happen in real life. It has to be made up. But I'm just saying, if they uh, they listen to this, you're welcome. And I need to direct it. Because I want uh, I want Thug in a certain fit. Oh yeah, you got something in mind already? Yeah, I want him. Is in he a, wearing a bulletproof vest? I want him. No, no vest. Oh no vest. I want him in a business suit, right? But the sleeves are a little bit rolled up, so you can see the tattoos, and he's wearing an obnoxious amount of jewelry, like Floyd his, Mayweather the other night. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like okay. four four buttons open on the white collared shirt, massive amounts of jewelry. The fattest backwood anyone can roll on earth in his left hand. The biggest gun he can hold in the right hand. That submachine gun with the with the drum. And then, uh, you know, on the bottom, he's dead. Just got, like, some suit pants with, like, loafers on, no socks. 
He's just standing there, no smoking. Socks. No He's socks. No socks. Fucking Ukraine. No socks. In no socks. February. He doesn't get cold, because his gun is hot. Well, he's already cold. He's already cold with all that motherfucking ice on. If he's wearing Fortnite, oh, fucking that's that's a bar. You're not cold. There was ice on, man. I've been cold. That, nah, that's we. Thug, call us. <laughs> it's gotta happen now. And he's got sunglasses on the whole time. He's got the Balenciaga ones on too, so he just looks like a future stormtrooper. It's obnoxious. Yeah, but Gunners in full army fatigues. <laughs> Yo, Gunn is prepared. Yeah, but Gunn is in like Dior's and like mad jewelry too. <laughs> Gunn's wearing a vest too. Yes. Thug is not wearing a vest. Thug is, yeah. But everyone that gets out of the plane to like support Thug when they start like making advances toward him, they're in street clothes, like regular zone six outfits. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. just got picked up on the way there. Like they were like, yo, we're going to Ukraine, get in the plane. Bring the biggest motherfucking toe you got mm-hmm. and hop on this motherfucking plane. Uh huh. Some of them were sipping. We got refreshments. Some of them were sipping lean. Of course. In Ukraine. They just... had refreshments. <laughs> they brought it off the plane with them. Hell yeah. Kidding me? Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah, you should direct that. I'm saying. What will my what will my producer tag just be? Just let me consult. What will my producer what will my producer tag be? Uh Brown Industries. No. Cause they gotta say it in the beginning of the video. Where it's like, oh, this is a Mike Will production or something like that. We got to have something like that said. This is a uh, Evan Brown production. Nah, it's whack. <laughs> Thanks for your creativity. Is that too? Is that too? Clearly, too lackluster. Clearly, then? clearly. Uh. You haven't thought of anything yet. No, not yet. I just thought about this. I just made up this whole scenario in the last five minutes. Give me some. Give me some slack. Uh, maybe I say. Maybe I say. Maybe we make the producer tag like With Love from Jamaica Queens. Nah. I don't know, it'll come to me. Mr. We'll re- Jamaica. No. <laughs> we'll revisit this. We'll revisit this later. <laughs> Mr. Jamaica Queens. Ooh, with love from St. Albans. From St. Albans with love. St. Albans, man. That'll be how no, St. Albans. From St. Albans with love. That's how every video starts that I that I produce. What's your tag though? That's it. Who are, who are That's you? That's it. Then? Who are you? I'm from St. Albans. Uh, what's your name? Devin. <laughs> so, when people refer to you, they're going to refer to you as Evan or With Love from St. Albans. Is that just your name? I think that'd be a fine name, too, honestly. What's your name? With Love from St. Albans. Okay. That's my name now. With Love from St. Albans. Imagine saying that. Yes. <laughs> Imagine saying that to somebody in like a party. What's your name? With Love. From Imagine St. hearing that award show, and the winner is. The best music video of 2023, with love from Saint Albans. It's one person. Wow. It's one. Yeah, I, it's just me gets up. Cause if you say that, I expect to hear. I expect to have a band. Yo, I'm wearing all white. All white. To the award show. Sneakers on the feet. Uh, loafers. Loafers on the feet. Yeah. No socks. No socks. Can never go socks. Nope. High water like. Not high water pants, but kissing kissing the top of the ankle, and then just aggressive amounts of jewelry, and a bandana. You're wearing a bandana. Yeah. I gotta spice it up a little bit. <laughs> you didn't think the uh, obnoxious amounts of jewelry spiced it up? No. 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 Okay. Fetty Noof. Oh, and some black diamonds too. Some black diamonds. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> you fucking dick. Um. Alright, what do we got going here? So that was uh, Tennessee, Texas. Texas. Tex-ass. Oh, well, Russian casualties are up to 4,500 killed and injured as of this morning, five days in. So apparently it looks like Russia's losing this war right now to little little old Ukraine. Whew, man. Yeah. So did you, did you see Victoria's Secret? Has someone, has a Down Syndrome model for the first time ever? Yep, debuted the other day. I don't know if that's like genius, if they're pandering. I don't I don't know what to think about it. 
Is that wrong with me? Should I just be automatically happy? No, it's new. Everything new is uh, weird, uncomfortable, and thought only because it's new. So, you gotta think about it a little more. Now, if you've thought about it, and it still feels weird, might be a different story, but we're not there yet. Uh, yes and no, but I, I feel like if you're a model, like, shouldn't you be... Like, is that the brand ethos of Victoria's Secret? I know they're rebranding, but, like, is that the... Like, what do you think when you think about Victoria's Secret? Uh... Classy, sexy, uh, high-class woman. I think of a tall model with black hair. Uh, real deep. You were talking about the actual... Yes, this is what I see. When I see Victoria's Secret, I see a tall model, tan... Black hair, uh, like frilly or lacy bra and panty uh, set, just walking extremely gracefully towards me. That's what I picture. You know, in a mix of like Eastern European and Latina features, but very petite as well. Hmm. That's what I. That's what I picture when I think of Victoria's Secret. So I, when I say brand ethos, I mean. Is that just, is that how it lines up? Is that what, is that having that Down syndrome model, does that fit the ethos? You know, I know they're trying to become more inclusive, but I, I just don't know if brands have to be inclusive or should be inclusive, you know? Uh, I mean, I think, I think they have to only because they'd want to keep everybody, you know, they're not. You're not yeah. going to lose a chunk of the, the population. Because you will lose a chunk. You know? Like, if, mm -hmm. they, if they, you know, publicly, I guess, say, you know, we would never do that or something like that. Yeah. You know? But I just think it adds, without any, you know, like, preface to it at all, it just adds a whole nother level. Because it's like, all right, Victoria's Secret was doing good. And they didn't really have, it was doing well, excuse me. Victoria's Secret's done well for years, mm -hmm. right? Like, they've never had a problem um, with that sector before because they've never just ventured into it. Like, they were doing fine without even mentioning that sector, right? Or uh -huh. the inclusion of it. And now it's like they do it to us, obviously been in the works, but randomly. It's like, oh, okay, so Victoria's Secret been been talking about keeping up. Staying included, doing the right thing, type thing. I mean, they usually get criticized for not be, for being the other way. What, not doing the right thing? Yeah, there's been like the whole like model thing about how they like treat models and like how model life goes because you have to be a certain way and all that. But like, think about it, the the quote unquote thick category that's been in all like the lingerie brands, like that's been out for like yeah. two or three years now. Yeah. You know, it's like that was another inclusion before they was talking about, oh, you know, only there's only one type of woman you want. And now it's like, all right, we'll include everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know. So I don't I it doesn't just, fit. I guess I guess you're just ahead of the game. It just doesn't fit what I think of them. That's all. And I maybe that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? But like, for instance, the other people they have are Salilo Miles, a wildland fighter, Jalen Matthews, a fitness trainer and Haley Bieber. You know, and I don't know who Salilo Miles is. They say Wildland Firefighter for the Nez Perce tribe, so it sounds like a Native American. But I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think that fits. Their, it's like Mercedes, right? Like, what if Mercedes all of a sudden had, like, a smart car-esque model, and that's all they marketed? They stopped marketing the ultra-high ultra high brand stuff. You'd oh, be like, what? Oh, not doing that. They're not, not marketing the, the, the image you get. They're just also marketing that. You had to know that. Yeah. But it's just like now, bro, now a whole other sector. Like, do you think women with Down syndrome, like high functioning, you know, uh -huh. like, don't you think before they're always like, you know, like, I can't, I can't walk into Victoria's Secret and buy something. Or maybe like, I still have this underlying feeling of when I walk into Victoria's Secret and buy something. Like, you know, like, uh -huh. they're looking at me funny. You know, but it's like now the brand that I low key loved because they're just Victoria's Secret. 
Now they have one of me. Now they have somebody like me on TV doing it up big for Victoria's Secret. I'm about to walk into Victoria's Secret. I'm just like her. You know, they just added that entire fucking sector. See, now you now you putting that in there. I love it from that angle. I'm just asking if it fits the brand. Just like when you think about it from a pure marketing standpoint, like I get the inclusion. I have no issue with it. To me, it just feels like an odd fit. You know, it'd be like if uh, we're empty the tank, right? Or nonsense with a purpose. We talk about everything. We have our we have our opinions and we stick to them and we back them up when we would need be. Right. But if we all of a sudden just started apologizing every podcast and just pandering to people, you know, because I don't know, let's say we get sponsored or someone picks us up like that's completely against the ethos of the brand. Like our brand is we come here, we do what the fuck we do. It might be orderly. It might be chaotic. You know, we spent fucking 20 minutes of this podcast talking about making a fictional video music video for Young Thug and Gunna when they go to Ukraine to save the Africans. Like, that's the type of shit we be on. You know what I'm saying? But if we started reporting the news and shit and getting political, people like, what the hell are we watching? That ain't them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, true. True. Well, in terms of, uh, in terms of that sector, though, like the Victoria's Secret clothing, when you deal with people, you're always going to have to when people, like, are your brand, right? Like, the, a person's got to wear the lingerie for it to be viable, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever the Victoria's Secret uses, their makeup, whatever else. So, like, once you deal with that type of uh, type of marketing, you always have to be inclusive at, th- at this point in life. And, and always should have been, but, like, yeah, especially now, you know? Like, if you're not, you're not going to let, like, people, you're going to come under fire. You're probably going to, depending on the size of the brand, probably going to suffer. A lot or a little, depending. Right? True. So, like... True. At this point, you know, it's not really of... It's not really of, like, do they fit the brand, right? Because it always should be everybody fits the brand. It's just they, they fit it differently. I don't and think every... might not. I don't think everyone is meant to fit in the same brand. Not everyone is meant to. But, like I said, in terms of people, like, you can't just... You can't just X a type of person out, you know? I don't think you're like Xing them out. Skin color or, like, like uh, disability or anything like that. I don't that. think you're Xing them out. There's no signs that say we don't Correct. want Correct. people with mental disabilities Correct. in this, in this Correct. establishment. Correct. But like I said, if you include them, it only ups you. Like, you're doing fine without including them. Now you've included them. Obviously with, you know, and I hate to use this word exceptions, but, like, Maybe your brand isn't ready for that. Or maybe you're just fine doing how you're doing right now. Like, it's fine, you know? So, like, they've decided to include it. I'm telling you, it's going to be, like, a whole... It's going to be a whole other section. Oh, no, 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 no. I get it. And they need to do that because it'll make them more money and because people have said in the past that they're not inclusive enough. Like, with their shows and models. The brand, if we're talking Victoria's Secret. Now, does it fit what you think of Victoria's Secret? Not That's not necessarily the brand. That's your version of the brand. That's what I'm saying. It's it's what I think the ethos is behind the brand. And by e- and ethos, I know ethos is credibility. No, it's not. What's ethos? Ethos is the characteristic spirit of a culture, era, or community as manifested in its beliefs and aspirations. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Ethos is more what I think the spirit of the brand is. You know? That's all I'm saying. What are you looking up? Ethos. I just I just gave you the definition. I mean, all the other ones, too. Which is what? Pathos, ethos, and logos. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, egos, ethos is credibility. Ethos is uh, ethics, establishing personal credentials. Getting Bro, I, I just read that. Getting your audience to trust you. You said no, it wasn't credibility. That's credibility. When your audience trusts you, you have credibility. Wh- where are you, where's the definition from? Of ethos. I'm going from the Oxford Dictionary, which is the characteristic spirit of a culture, era, or community as manifested in its beliefs and aspirations. We're going to go on Wix.com. Why? Why not use the Oxford Dictionary, the most reputed and respected dictionary in the world? Why would you deviate from that? Uh, Because that's... Like this, so you're telling me all other definitions are wrong? What if they're saying the I'm same not? Thing? I'm this just, just I'm just more, saying this is the cream of the crop. Well, it's this like, is a more digestible definition for me. <laughs> no, it just fits what you want to say more. 
That's all. All of them say. What does it say? Say that. What does it say? Ethos, like I said, is uh, well. This is different. I went to another one. Oh Um, my god. But it's the same thing. Ethos is when a speaker or writer appeals to their authority as a means of persuasion. Appeals their words to convince the audience of their reputation, virtue, intelligence, or even their professional qualifications. This way, the audience is more inclined to believe in the argument presented. Of course, in order to be effective, the speaker or writer doesn't just necessarily have to have to have these virtues, just appear to. Ethos is credibility with somebody. It's trust. That's what I know ethos as. But that definition didn't say that to me. I think it might say that. I but think that's more that in the terms of a writer, like if they're writing a story, more than it is just like overall things. Yeah, but the speaker is in the speaker in like a book or something like that. I think that's more that where that's from. All right. But like I said, I think it's the spirit of the brand. That's it. Just like we have our spirit, they have their spirit. Major League Baseball has their spirit, even though they're not fucking playing right now. Apparently, the season's gonna get delayed. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, MLB owners are just not budging it's on anything. Forth. I don't know what's going on. I I mean, it, every time the players give them a new offer, they just like move up incrementally. I don't know. Like they they haven't budged on anything. Like I'm reading. What was I reading the other day? Yesterday they said they were uh, close to striking. And then today, I guess the owners let off with, uh, we're prepared to cancel a month. Like, we're good with that. If you are too, I can get back to uh, what I was doing before this meeting. Oh, see, look. MLB suggested in the first meeting with the MLBPA today that the league is willing to cancel a month's worth of games. So now the owners are threatening to take money out their pocket now. When they have more than enough time. Let's see. Any other updates from today? Have the have the meetings concluded? I feel like they're still in there. That's uh that's good. Oh wow, yeah. Listen to this. This is what Jeff Passan wrote. Jeff Passan's a noted uh reporter in baseball and reputed. Uh, he said, if you went and got the next 1,200 best players in the world, the product would suffer greatly. If you handed MLB team over, teams over to any 30 competent business people, the sport would not suffer. Actually, it might improve. It doesn't take a billionaire to leverage a spot in a legalized monopoly with profound built-in revenues. Wow. So he called the owners a bunch of shitbags. Yeah, I mean, every single reporter around the game... That's like not connected to the MLB and is like connected to other uh, entities. Like he's from ESPN. It's basically been like the owners are not, are making this difficult and just basically just being like you you guys aren't going to get paid unless you play. So do play on this deal or not? Like listen to this. The league went up one million dollars on a collective uh, bargained tax or or CBT or whatever. For 2023 and didn't move at all on the rest of the CBT. So that basically means that teams have less money that they can spend. So they, they went up a million dollars. The Players Association is asking for like a 15 to 20 million dollar increase. Like that's insane. Shit. Feel me? And that's what I feel like the ethos <laughs> of these negotiations have been going. Which is Pickles Pub. But yeah, so basically every time the players come back with a proposal, the owners are like, we'll move our 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 uh, deal up, our offer, sorry, by like 0.5%. And then the players are like, no. And they're like, okay, well, we'll be back. Yeah, well. <sighs> I mean, I guess to stay rich, you got to not give money to the people who work for you. <laughs> no, seriously, though, I mean, that is yeah. literally that <laughs> is literally it. That's how you stay rich. You underpay your talent. Think about it. We just talked about the University of Texas football, I mean, athletics program. They make $181.2 million as a whole. Football generates about $40 million on average. Not a single one of those players is paid. Even if you take in the locker rooms, the equipment, the gear they get, that's free tuition, it's still under a half million dollars a player. If not less. Then add in the fact that tuition for the school is pretty much made up, Right. Because even if they're not paid that, like, you know, if you give 60 kids a free ride, what about everyone else paying top dollar at University of Texas? You know what I mean? Universities are nonprofits. They're doing okay. True. They're doing all right. Yeah. 
And baseball teams' books are closed to the public. So we can't see how much money they make or don't make, even though owners no, claim every are year. closed to the public. They are. We didn't get any baseball, any baseball numbers in that. There's only two that are open. It's the Braves and I think the A's or something like that. But because the Braves oh, are publicly talking, traded. Oh, you were talking about the MLB. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Texas. No, MLB's books are closed for the most part. Uh, Braves are open, though, because they're a publicly traded company, just like the Green Bay Packers. The Braves made a $104 million profit in 2021. Six million per game revenue stream. Feel me? They're acting like the owners are acting like this doesn't affect them as if, yeah, you're not losing $180 million per game. If no, you cancel, if game, you can't, if you can't, no, 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 I'm sorry, per month, if per you cancel month, a month's yeah. worth of games. Like that's your whole, that's your whole payroll in a month. Think about it. Even if you're pushing the $200 million, you get that money back in a month. You know what I'm saying? That mortgage still due for that stadium, no matter what happens. Feel me? All that season ticket money, you don't have a season, that money got to go back. That money got to go back. All those suites you sold out to companies, etc. Yeah, man. They've already put a lot of eggs in this basket. But at the same time, you don't think they have intangibles for that? What do you mean? You know, they're like, you don't, you don't own a baseball team without having the necessary components to, to com- combat slight uh, or any level of inconvenience. Oh, so, yeah. You know? You, all right, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, intangible is not the right word to use there, pal. Because intangibles are, like, things that, like, you have as a person. Not as, like, support, but, like, things that, you, like, your intangible could be that you're very personable or that you always know what someone else is thinking. No, I thought intangibles were just things that are, uh, nope. like, known. Like... <sighs> nope. Hold on. We, we got to get a definition for every podcast from now on. Intangibles. <laughs> Intangible thing. <laughs> okay, can't use that definition. Sorry, Oxford. Uh, what does intangible mean? Incapable of being touched, having no physical existence, not tangible or corporeal. An asset such as goodwill that is not corp- corporeal. I don't even know what that word means. What's All right, yeah, that's I can I can see that too as goodwill or whatever. But either way, I don't think they have intangibles, but I think they have other ways to make money. Like they could have concerts in the stadium. Like they have other revenue streams. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, well, not intangibles, but yes, I get what you're saying. But even so. I mean, can you really replace a hundred and? I mean, every stadium gets what, eighty-one, eighty-two games a year. Can you replace that, right? What's eighty-one? Right, that's half the MLB season, times six. That's four hundred eighty-six million dollars. Corporal means a, a part of the body, by the way. Okay. So an asset that's not part of the body. Okay. Mm, no, that's not what that means. Yes, it does. No, Cor- it's not. Corporal means not of the body. Not tangible or corporeal. But it does. You can't add in the other definitions behind that. It's it, you either pick one of those definitions that's by itself. About? What are you talking about? So you, what are you saying? One of the definitions. Yes. Of intangible. Is corporeal. Is no an asset, parentheses such as goodwill, that is not corporal. So an asset that is not corporal. Corporal so, means a part of the body. So an asset that's not part of the body that does not come from your being. Corporal is relating to a person's body, especially as opposed to their spirit. Okay. So it's not corporal. It's nothing to do with a person. Okay, being. so where, where are you going with that? Or are you just it's stating the asset. definition? It's an asset. So like I said, he has intangibles. He's assets. I'm sorry. I don't I don't <laughs> think you can use that like that, bro. I'm not seeing yeah. anything like that. Where are you getting that definition? Merriam-Webster. That's what I'm at. I don't see it. What? How do you not see it? It's right there. Let's see. Definition one, entry one of two, entry not tangible, two two, impa- in, impalpable. Something intangible such as an asset, such as goodwill. Okay. Or abstract quality or attribute. Yeah, but if it's not corporeal. That means it's not associated with the body. Yeah, but it's associated with the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be, like it said, assets such as goodwill. Goodwill is associated with your spirit, not your body. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, not the goodwill part. I'm talking about the. Yeah. That's what I'm reading on here. An asset such as goodwill is not corporeal. So it's like of the spirit or of feelings, etc. 
Like, you know when announcers are like that? At, at, oh, it's relating to a person's body. Okay. Especially, wait, especially in the pose. <laughs> we've, just, we've just been defining words yeah, for the last yeah. hour. <laughs> especially as opposed. Oh, no, it's opposed, opposed to their spirit. So it's not their spirit. It's opposed to it. Okay. That's that. Read the I'm lost, bro. I'm lost. Read I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we it's, gotta go through this, bro. Read the it said of corporal, especially as opposed. It means having a body. That's the second definition. So, not a, an asset that is not having a body, an abstract quality or attribute. Anyway, it's not something hard. It's not an intangible. Wouldn't be you have another revenue stream. They have the fucking money. Pay the fucking players. They have the fucking money. That's the thing. <laughs> Fucking! Did you see what they wrote on the Associated Press when it was like Max Scherzer? Max Scherzer showed up in his Porsche Panamera to negotiate. It's like Max Scherzer's made two hundred million dollars in his career. I would hope he's driving a Porsche Panamera. Why does that matter with baseball revenues? It's also about like uh, the owners, you know, manipulating service time and all that, which is fucked up. That's that's why players are so mad. Which is fucked up. That is why players are so mad. On a rookie contract for like four years. Yeah, they have arbitration, and that's why players are mad too, because they're like, "Yo, we're getting shit shitted on here." Then you have the whole, "Oh, if a player doesn't resign with his team, you get the uh, what's that thing called where you where you lose a draft pick? You oh, oh draft pick compensation is tied." So like, uh, Trevor Story, right? If the Rockies get a draft pick back if he signs somewhere else, oh, does he? Yes. Do they? Yes. Interesting. That's what happens when they when you when you give them the qualifying offer. Like the Mets gave Stroman the qualifying offer. Stroman, no, no, they couldn't because this was his second year, right? So the first year uh, that you become that you can become a free agent from a team, you can get the qualifying offer, which Stroman did last year, and he accepted it. Then he pitched really well, and this year he didn't have any draft pick compensation. He got a bigger deal. Yep. Well, they couldn't do anything anyway. They weren't going to sign him for that much. I know what I'm saying. Like, it's easier to spend that money knowing that you won't have to give up a draft pick too. Yeah, that's all. You can't be offered it in back-to-back years, and players are just like, "Why did we? players are just like we don't want this at all?" Which that gives them leverage over years. Yeah. So this whole situation, man, it's just the rich being greedy, or at least standing firm on what they want, and you know, which is money. It definitely definitely is uh don't spend the money if you want to stay rich i mean that's as layman as that is that's the way you gotta go but also how much money is enough money i don't know know. it depends who you're talking to this is what i'm saying so maybe you know i mean i definitely there that's a different type of money i can't even fathom that money (laughs) yo that's a different type of money. So, depending on who you're talking to, that amount of money might be right for them. But at their type of money, you could live very comfortably on way less money. Yo, it's just crazy cuz So, it's also like, all right, you're not going to be you're not going to give up a massive chunk. You know, just change the rules a little bit. Agreed. So, let's let's talk about the CBD. CBT. Give, they could also give lesser contracts and just like, if that became the norm, like, if all the rules just changed and it became, you know. Yeah. They, they created, let's just say, a max contract or something. Like mm-hmm. Levels of a max contract like the NBA had. You could always do something like that. I mean, players would be unhappy, but if they figured out that that was the only way it's going to work. Then... But why? Why? Like, baseball has always had this, like, since free agency has been created by Kurt Flood in the uh, 80s, you know. Like, players have had this leverage where they can go out and get big deals. Like, think about it. B- basketball just started getting the $200 million contracts. A-Rod got his first $200 million deal in 02, yeah. 03. You know what I'm saying? Like, baseball has been one of the more free-spending sports ever. Baseball generates Besides basketball. I mean, even so. Right? So does basketball. But basketball contracts are much different. You don't see no one signing 10-year deals. Like, Rudy Gobert is on a five-year, $220 million contract. That's fucking yeah, exactly. Exactly. But think about this. Like, why? Like, Major League CBT, the collective bargaining threshold, has not increased. So I'm going to give you guys a little f- refresher on it. 
Uh, it's a luxury tax apparatus. This is for Jeff Passan. He wrote a whole thread on it. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, luxury tax apparatus penalizes baseball teams whose payrolls exceed a threshold agreed upon by the MLB and MLBPA during collective bargaining, which is what they're doing now. Its current form arrived in 2002 as a way to restrain excessive spending, and it does more. Some facts are that in 2021, the threshold was $210 million. The union has asked for it to be raised to $245 million. Then 252, then 259, all the way to 273. Yeah, so the MLB is offered 214 million this year, 214 million the next year, all the way up to 222 million in five years. So 51 million dollars apart, and MLB wants to double the tax rates for going above the collective bargaining threshold, which the Dodgers and Yankees do repeatedly because you know the Dodgers and Yankees and they want to fucking win. You know, so MLB they got a lot of fucking cheddar. Yeah, MLB doesn't want to pay its players more. You know, and we get that because they want to keep their budget the same. And you know, every business wants to set budget. Not much difficult than that. But let's talk about the TV deals that MLB has because all the MLB teams have gotten a new MLB are TV deals because MLB plays more games than anyone else. Think about it. MLB teams play half their games at home. That's 81 games. That's as long as basketball. Four, five times as much as NFL. Or even more, sorry, because yeah, NFL like, teams what? each have Way eight. More. Eight games at home, eight games away, right? Yeah, something like that. So then that's almost ten times as much as football. Ooh. And starting in 2022, every MLB team will receive a guaranteed $60.1 million via national TV deals. And every local TV deal right, is over $40 million. So every single team is pretty much guaranteed to get $100 million per year from TV deals before selling a ticket. Before selling a ticket. They got $100 million on the plate. So I'm going to just leave that there. That's all I got to say. Jesus. Yeah, so Jesus. 100 M's. And they over here crying poor. Oh, I really lose money in this business. I just do it because I love baseball. Fuck out of here. Billionaires aren't in the business of losing money. You wouldn't be billionaires then, jackass. Yep, so. All right, suck on that. I want to get this, get this season going. It's been fucking months, bro. Get, it's been fucking months. And get it to fucking together. Let's go, man. I need, I need baseball back. I need something to calm my mind on those rocky days. You know? I need that. I've been stressed. Give me baseball. Don't be racist. Drink some water. And be and be nice to people. Ta-ta. Oh, God. Click that thing.